Welcome to Backroom Talk. CBD, we, we make fun of it sometimes, and it does get a rap uh, in the fitness industry, either as like the cure-all or a snake oil. This is why when we talk about CBD, in your head you think to yourself, well, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You're trying to tell me that this one nutrient can focus on pain, and it can focus on sleep, and it can focus on anxiety, and it can, no, 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 no. I don't see how this one nutrient does all of those things. Well, it, it's not doing all of those things. The endocannabinoid system is what's regulating all of those things. This is not a panacea for everybody, and it's not something that can just take away whatever health issue that you've got going on. Now, no question, it's incredibly powerful. To listen to more Backroom Talk, be sure to subscribe. Learn to design personalized programs with the OPEX system of coaching by heading to opexfit.com. Cool. Yeah, welcome, man. It's uh, it's awesome to have you. I, I told Georgia about you uh, when we met. Gosh, what was that, last year sometime? We were end still of, in the office, so we weren't yeah, remote of, yet. Yeah, end of last year, I believe. And uh, I've been really looking forward to having you on and having this conversation. You're a fascinating dude and uh, great personality. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do now and what the shirt is you're wearing and, and where you come from. Yeah, sure, sure. So um, so I'm Sanjeev Javi. Everybody calls me Jeevers, you know, right? And um, so I'm a nutritional formulator. So right after I got done with Yellow Pages, um, I started to get into the nutrition business because actually I was going to New York to start another Yellow Page company. And my buddy, Brian Greasy, who we were just talking about this morning, uh, had just signed a big deal with the Broncos and said, listen, why don't you come here to Denver and let's start a foundation? And so I said, yeah, sure. So I kind of stopped over in Denver, supposedly for only, well, expectedly only for three months. And a buddy of his wanted to start a nutrition company for professional athletes. And um, that's how I kind of got into the biz because I went to the University of Michigan and a lot of my friends became professional athletes like Brian and Tom Brady and Marty Turco and all these guys. And so I was like, well, I know a bunch of guys. I've got a great passion for science, not quite nutrition, but human health and things like that. And um, so anyways, I, that was 18 years ago and started kind of in the business, started formulating products because there was a mentor there, Dr. Bill Wheeler, who kind of taught me for three years. And, um, and then I just kind of kept formulating and formulating and stayed in the business and did some clinical work and research work. And, um, and then last year, I started my own brand. So, so I have a formulation firm. And I was just formulating for other brands and other companies. And then uh, last year, I just decided I wanted to build out my own brand. And that's what the Pros shirt is. And, um, and I, um, this is actually my 87th product. And it's a CBD hemp based line, although it has a lot of other kind of nutrients. And it's actually my fourth CBD hemp based line that I've formulated as well, too. So it's, it's super exciting. <laughs> so so a, a formulator, when I, when I think of a formulator, I think of, uh, you know, white coat. Um, you know, very, very nuanced tasks. Like what, what, how did you fall into formulating supplements? Like what, was that a, a lot of training and education going into that? Or were you, did you just find yourself in a lab one day throwing some stuff in a pot and saying, here, take this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this might not be so good for me, by the way, because I'd love to be like, oh, you know what? I went to school and I did all of this, you know, I'm a nutritional biochemist and I did all of that. That's actually my dad. 
Oddly enough, my dad is a food chemist, so he's a formulator of foods, okay, right? Which, not like I had any passion for formulation because of my dad. I just happened to have a dad that formulated foods, you know, right? But I actually got into it in a totally unexpected way. So basically, here I am. I'm in Denver. We start this business. My role is really to kind of bring together, you know, some of the athletes, bring together some of the sales strategies and things like that. And um, I'm 23 years old at this point, right? And we had a formulator, Dr. Bill Wheeler, staff nutritionist to President uh, Reagan and Carter. He formulated all of the Metagenics products, like standard process. Like this was this guy was a real formulator, okay, right? And but he didn't really want to work. He would just kind of come into the office and he just wanted to lecture all day, right? And so he just would come in and he would just kind of lecture me and we would go into the lab and we'd kind of fool around and we'd work and all that sort of stuff. Well, listen to this. You ready? So here I am. It's three years later. And one day, Dr. Wheeler, it's, it's like a Tuesday, actually. And he, Dr. Wheeler's not there on Tuesday. So we're like, okay, well, that's odd, you know, right? And so then he's kind of an old, like, cantankerous kind of guy, okay, right? And so you had to kind of walk around eggshells with them anyways. And so we're like, okay, whatever, you know? And then Wednesday comes around, no Dr. Wheeler. Thursday comes around, no Dr. Wheeler. And so all of a sudden we're like, well, guys, where's Wheeler? And they're like, you call him. You're the one that spends most time with him. I'm like, okay, fine. So I call him and I'm like, hey, doc, how you doing? You know, it's Jeevers. You know, uh, what's up? You know, uh, uh, um, everything okay? Oh, yeah, everything's fantastic. I love it. I'm in, you know, Colorado Springs. I'm having a great time. I'm like, yeah, doc, um, sorry, you coming into work? He's like, nah. And I'm like, <laughs> No, like, like, no, like, like, not this week. Or like, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of tired. I'm, I'm done. And, and, and I know that seems odd because you wouldn't think anyone would actually do that unless you were a famous formulator who really didn't need a job and just did whatever they want to do. It's kind of like when old people swear and you're just like, well, you know, they're old. Like, let them do whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? Like, he was at that point where he could just do whatever he wanted to do. So he literally just didn't show up. And so then I go upstairs and I'm like, hey, guys. Doc's not coming back. And they're like, well, who's going to formulate? <laughs> and they're like, you're going to formulate. That's how it started. And so then I just kind of, you know, I have a huge passion in learning. And, you know, it's not as hard, guys, as you really, uh, it's not as hard as you think it might be. It just takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of research. It takes a lot of kind of, just like anything, you know, you, you screw up and you learn, you, you mix the wrong ingredients and they form some sort of reaction that makes it spoil quicker or rancid or whatever. You know, that's that's really what it is. And so um, so anyways, yeah, that's how I kind of got into it. And then um, and then I I believe that I'm, I'm glad that I actually didn't study as being a formulator. Because I think what happens is that when you get so intense into a subject area, you end up having blinders on. Because you learn so much about that specific area that when there's new things that come about that may be a little bit different or maybe even opposite of what you've learned, you, you create a situation where you just block it out. 
or you just start to create, no, that's negative, it's not going to work. See, for me, is that I've never had any of that formal education. So I was always kind of like, you know, running scared, if you will, like, oh my gosh, you know, people are going to find out that I don't have this education, so I better go learn everything that I possibly can. And when all of a sudden you do that, you begin to open yourself up to so many different things, which then allows you, like Dr. Wheeler would say, the combination is, the, the innovation is in the combination. So you create innovative things by combining all of these things together and see when you all of a sudden study so intensely in one area, it might cause you to not bring together all of those things. So I think that's kind of my uniqueness is that I look at everything, I study everything, I'm open to everything because I'm not bought into anything. You know, I'm just bought into one thing. How can I forward the space and how can I help as many people as I possibly can understanding their behaviors? Because there's some things that just people are not able to do because, the, you know, I, it's a multi-pronged approach to your health, right? You can't just tell somebody. It's like, you know, a uh, physical ability. Just because there's something that I want you to do, if you don't biomechanically have the ability to do it, then what's the use of that exercise? So you then have to manipulate that exercise or change it in such a way that that individual has the ability to do what they need. It, 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 does that make sense, you know? Absolutely. And I know um, like with pros, you guys are not just out there to sell a ton of supplements. You have a very whole, obviously you want to sell supplements, but you have a holistic uh you know, approach to that. Uh, you mentioned it yourself there. You're interested in understanding people's behaviors. Like what exactly is Prose's mission and what are you guys trying to achieve? Yeah. So, you know, um, so when we kind of put together Prose, you know, Prose was, it started as I feel that we could do something really unique in this space of health and wellness using an ingredient that was very powerful. And that ingredient is CBD, it's hemp oil, if you will, okay, right? So th that was the ember, okay, that was the ember, okay, right? It, um, but it wasn't the reason, okay? The reason was what I've done with everything from the other formulations that I've done with the exercise uh, uh, rehab uh, equipment that Dr. Silliman and I put together and thing. It was never about the actual product. The product was a a mere vehicle to allow an individual to live a better life today than they did the day before. That's not just with product. It has to be with, as you mentioned, a holistic approach, understanding kind of the key principles to someone's health, which ours, or, or what I believe, and, and there's a lot of them. I'm just saying these are the four that I like to focus on. I like to focus on nutrition, so the fuel that you put into your body, movement, so the ability for you to get mobile and, you know, right, um, your mindset is number one, obviously, and then your spirit, okay, and your spirit is everything from what you believe you are to who you surround yourself with. So pros was uh, started because we wanted to kind of bring all of that together in certain benefits that I felt that people really needed because they were suffering from. 
So when you take a look at pros, yes, you see this kind of amazing line of products, but what you also see is, you know, education in those four aspects. Because I think, you know, uh, you know unfortunately, um, you know, people are disappointed in their health because someone has told them that they only have to do this one thing. And then that one thing is driven or motivated by the fact that they just want to sell them something. So they give you these false expectations, you know, 30 pounds in 30 days, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, take this product and no more joint pain. And say, See, guys, the problem with that, that leaves a lot of disappointment. And like I was a fat, I was a chubby kid. OK, right. And so I know what it is like to be disappointed. Right. So you can't just tell people, listen, you know, you go only going to do this thing and don't worry, everything's going to be taken care of. You know, right. I want to be that uh, um, source that says, hey, let's do a little bit of all of these things, because if you do, you will actually accelerate your health. You'll not only be able to, for example, lose weight, you'll be able to keep it off and then you'll be able to have a high quality of life that will allow you to spend more time with your family and have more energy with your kids and do all of those things that you uh, thought you were going to be able to do at that age. See, that's the problem that the, the real disappointment and regret that people have is that they thought 40 was going to look different. 50 was going to look different. You know, they didn't say to themselves, gosh, you know what? Gosh, I finally made it. I finally had these resources. I finally was able to create this family. I was finally able to see my kids and they're older. And now I can't even play with them. I can't even hang out with them because I hurt, you know, or I have anxiety or I have, you know, that's, that's the unfortunate thing. Does, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Georgia. Can you give us a little bit of a, a history lesson on hemp oil, CBD? What is it? Where did it come from? Why is it so new to us here as Westerners? Um, kind of just give us a breakdown of, of what the product is. Yeah, that's a great point. So, so, you know, hemp oil is an essential oil. Okay, right? And um, it's like rosemary and clove and lavender, you know, all of these oils, okay, right? And um, it has been used for, you know, 10,000 years, just like most of these kind of natural herbal medicines, if you will, okay, right? And um, what hemp is, let's take a step back like this. Let's, okay, what is this plant? Okay, right? So it's a plant, okay, right? And this plant, it comes from a family called the Cannabisia family of plants. And the Cannabisia family of plants not only includes hemp, but it also includes echinacea. It includes hops. It has different, you know, types of plants. Uh, cacao, you know, all of these different things. Well, there's a plant strain in Cannabisia called hemp. There's also a plant strain that many are familiar with, uh, which is called marijuana, okay, right? They're two separate plants, okay? They come from the same family. Carl and I were talking about, think about it as like the citrus family. So we got a citrus family that has an orange and it has a lemon. 
They're two completely separate plants. They're two completely separate strains of the same family of the citrus family, right? And now whenever you have plants that are similar, meaning in the same family, they carry many of the same types of nutrients, just like a lemon has vitamin A and it has vitamin C, and orange has a vitamin A and vitamin C. Well, it just so happens, though, that a lemon is going to have more of vitamin C, surprisingly, than vitamin A. And an orange is going to have more of vitamin A. And so the composition may be different. Well, that's the same thing here. So with these two plants, and we're talking about them because a lot of people are always talking about these two plants, okay, right? You've got marijuana that happens to have a greater amount of a nutrient called THC, compared to a nutrient called CBD, and hemp has a greater amount of a nutrient called CBD compared to THC. So a lot of people mistaken CBD as the plant. CBD is not the plant. CBD is just a nutrient. It's like squeezing the orange juice out and then pulling out the vitamin C. That's like squeezing the hemp plant out and then just pulling out the CBD, okay, right? And so, as Carl was mentioning, is that, you know, we may not be really familiar. Um, we, by, by the way, our ages um, may not be familiar with hemp. Well, if you talk to maybe somebody that's, well, they're dead right now, but like, you know, it's 100 years ago or so, okay, right, or longer, and you'd say, hey, you know what, what about that hemp? They'd be like, you know what, I do remember hemp. They used to talk about hemp all the time. Well, because 100 years ago, you know, people were talking, hemp was used all over the place. It was, you know, the Constitution was written on hemp paper, you know, right? There was hemp that was hemp ropes. And hemp. hemp was one of the most, you know, industrial type of materials used. But what ended up happening was, is that it got so industrial that it ended up infringing on some of the main money makers out there, such as petroleum and steel and such, because you can take hemp, which is a resilient type of weed, and you can make it a fuel. You can make it a uh, the fiberglass. You can make it a lot of different things. And so what it ended up happening was is that there was already kind of in the 1930s a war on drugs, okay, right, because of the heroin and things like that. Well, they roped in this marijuana, this crappy weed that was coming from Mexico, okay, right, and said, hey, you know what, while we're outlawing that, uh, that marijuana, throw in that hemp there too, because then we're going to kind of save our industries over it. And so then all of a sudden, you couldn't do anything in the Western world with hemp or marijuana. That why, but on the East, meaning India and Israel and, you know, uh, China and such, you were using this, you know, plan as a way to promote an incredible, you know, area of health, you know, pieces of health. Does that? You know, yeah, for right? sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So CBD versus THC, what, a, what is the difference between those uh, two substances inside of hemp and marijuana? Yeah, okay, great. So THC, all of these nutrients, they have some sort of metabolic property, right? They're going to do something to the body. They're going to attach to somewhere. They're going to, okay, right? Well, THC is called a psychoactive. So it attaches to a receptor in the brain that creates pleasure. We actually have our own THC. We have our own, we, uh, the THC and CBD are called endo, or sorry, called 
phytocannabinoids. So phyto meaning plant, so it comes from a plant, and then the class of compound that it is, is it's a cannabinoid, just like an antioxidant. So vitamin A, vitamin C is a class of compounds called antioxidants. So THC is a psychoactive cannabinoid. It attaches to the brain a certain receptor, and it creates pleasure. Okay, right? And enormous amounts of pleasure that then creates this hallucinogenic effect and things like that. Okay, right? CBD actually attaches to receptors around the body, and that is a regulator. Its, its main purpose is to regulate all types of functions in the body, hormonal functions, neurotransmitic functions, you know, stimulant functions. See, you think of it like this. If you're driving down the road, okay, right, and all of a sudden you see an accident, it totally freaks you out. You weren't freaked out before. You were just kind of driving down the road, and it totally freaks you out. And then all of a sudden you drive past that accident, and then after a four or five blocks, you're calmed back down, right? Well, there has to be something in the body that brings your body back to that calmness. Well, that's actually this system called the endocannabinoid system, and it's CBD that's acting on that system to bring you back into balance. It only has that type. That's why CBD is a wellness nutrient, while THC is a psychoactive nutrient. Got it. Sense? Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned that there were hemp went through a stage where it was lumped in with marijuana. It was out. It was uncool. Uh, people didn't want to touch it. When did it come back into fashion? Why is CBD cool again? So you know what happened is that about five years ago when, you know, they started, first it was almost marijuana, right? So marijuana first came into play. There was more research being done with marijuana. There all of a sudden became kind of this uh, pressure from the population to say, hey, whoa, 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 you guys got to take a look at this stuff. It's helping people. It's healing people. It's okay, right? And so they said, okay, well, wait a second. What are the things that are actually making it heal? Okay, right? What are the healing nutrients? See, what ends up happening with Western societies is we don't like natural nutrients. And the reason why we don't like natural nutrients is because big pharma is what drives our health. Okay, right? Well, big pharma, they can't patent they can't make money from natural nutrients. They can't make money from turmeric. They can't make money from, you know, uh, orange. I mean, they, they can't, but they can make money from taking a certain nutrient, maybe changing it just a little bit, and then offering it to you for sale. It's kind of like the aspirin and white willow bark, right? Aspirin is actually white willow bark that is extracted, a certain nutrient is extracted from that. They just change it a little bit and it became aspirin. And most of our medications, that's why they say, are all based from natural sources because that's where all the nutrients are, right? And so therefore there was this push of like marijuana is doing all of these things and there's people taking marijuana. And you started hearing a lot about marijuana and cancer and marijuana and pain and things like that. Well, as they started digging into their research, they said, well, well, wait a second, wait a second. It's not really the THC. 
it's really this other nutrient called CBD that's promoting a lot of its benefit. So then all of a sudden you started this rush of research that was being done specifically. So one of the main areas was Israel. There's a famous two, uh, there's one, uh, uh, Ralph Machulam was kind of the foremost authority on uh, CBD and THC and cannabis, okay, right? Well, he had all of this research that he had done that all of a sudden started to trickle in, okay, right? And now all of a sudden you started to create kind of this push that said, okay, wait a second, we should really look at this plant called hemp. It's not a psychoactive. No one's getting high off of it. It doesn't do, well, no, in fact, if you get too high, you, you, you know what they actually give you? They give you CBD. So if you smoke too much marijuana and you got too high, they give you a flush of CBD because what CBD is it flushes the receptor out of the THC. Okay, right? That's how safe and good it is, right? So anyways, that's how all of a sudden hemp became something of like, okay, let's, let's look at this a little bit more. And then um, in 2018, the end of 2018, that's when the farm bill passed. And the farm bill was saying now you could actually grow hemp for other purposes than just research and academic. Because previous to that, that was the only way for you to actually grow hemp. And then the industry kind of like really exploded, if you will, you know? Yeah, so right now there's a number of states that have legalized marijuana, uh, medical marijuana. Um, there's, you know, the NFL, they, they don't test uh, for marijuana anymore in season. Um, why? Why is marijuana legalized instead of just having a, a, a heavy push to CBD? Like, can you have, question number one, and then question number two, can you have CBD without trace amounts of THC? Yes, for sure. Okay, so, so number one, CBD is legal in all 50 states. The consumption, the distribution, and even the grow of hemp is legal in all 50 states. Marijuana, on the other hand, is only legal in certain states. And some of them are just for medicinal purposes. Some of them are for medicinal and recreational purposes. This is why you see CBD on all the grocery stores and you don't see marijuana on the, the grocery stores, you know, right? Um, and so um, um, CBD is actually now, so, so to answer your first question, that's the one that's legal all over the place. Now, with those sports groups, you know, you're exactly right. The major thing was, you know, what, what uh, I think the most stringent organization was uh, Major League Baseball. And Major League Baseball uh, five months ago said, we are, we're, we're basically saying if you want to do either, you can do either. It's just that for marijuana, by the way, is that if you do test for a higher level, then we're going to have to talk with you. I think right. it was There's just like concept. you can't you can't test positive prior to a game. Yes. But it's yes. like off season or Monday through Thursday if you have a game on Friday have at it. But when Friday comes, like that stuff can't be in your system. Right. 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 Well, <clears throat> well the thing about um and that's THC. Right, right, that's THC. And so, so um, uh, uh, CBD, though, on the other hand, can be used all the time, okay, right? And now, to answer your second question about can you have t CBD without THC, 100%. So remember I was talking to you about that orange juice? So here I have, I have got that orange, I squeeze out that orange juice, and now that juice has everything that that orange has the CBD, the THC, the CBN, the CBG, so, you know, everything, okay, right? Well, I could now 
take that orange juice and I could start distilling like alcohol. Okay, right? And as I start distilling it, I can start removing certain nutrients. I can start removing the vitamin A. I can start removing the vitamin D. I can, okay, right? Well, same thing here. I can take that hemp oil and I can start removing things. And one of the things that I can remove is THC. And so there's three forms of, of uh, material, if you will. Okay, right? There's, so when you go to the store, you're going to buy um, a product that has full spectrum hemp oil. Full-spectrum hemp oil has all of the cannabinoids, and so CBD just happens to be one of them, okay, right? Has CBD, CBN, CBG, all the cannabinoids, has all the terpenes, and also has small amounts of THC, right? B because do remember, you already have a plant. For you to have a legal plant called hemp, it has to have less than 0.3% THC. You can't have it, okay, right? So when you squeeze out that oil, and by the way, that's a, a thing, right? Just because you've got a, if somebody says, hey, I got a product, and don't worry, it's from legal hemp, you're okay. Well, wait a second. When you squeeze out that plant, you don't have 0.3% THC. You've got even higher amounts of THC because you've got a greater amount of concentration, right? And so, so therefore, you've got this oil called full spectrum that has everything, including the trace amounts of THC. You've got this other material called broad spectrum. Broad spectrum is all of the nutrients, but they've extracted the THC. And then you've got this third material called CBD isolate, which is just the CBD by itself. And so when you go look for products, you'll see that they're made with one or more of those the, uh, um, uh, the material, if you will. From a health perspective, are there any benefits that you would get from THC that you wouldn't get from CBD? So I think that with THC is, um, here's the thing, okay, right? The research has shown two things, okay, right? THC, because it's a psychoactive, the reason why it helps with a lot of these pain elements is because pain, as you guys know, is an, an experience, okay, right? So it gets you out of your head, okay, right? Um, now, there is some combinations of THC and CBD, okay, right, that in high amounts for certain health issues has seen to be beneficial. But in my research and the work that I've done is that I think that THC is more of just a psychoactive nutrient, and CBD truly is a wellness ingredient. If I've got, let's take for instance, I have somebody who has severe, severe pain. I'm going to say, hey, I think you need a little bit of THC because you need to get out of your head. That's gonna help you to not have as so, so the experience of so much pain. If I have somebody that doesn't have that severe pain, then I'm gonna use CBD because CBD is gonna be able to regulate the inflammation system that's what's causing the chronic pain because he has excess inflammation. Is, is, that the, is that the first thing? So let's say you, you had a, a patient that came to you, yeah. right? And they're like, hey, hey, Jeevers, man, I, I, I'm in extreme pain, um, you know, I, I need something to get me out of this. What's the first thing you're going to give them? Are you just going to throw them a bunch of pros, or, or how does that how do you, how does that work? Yeah. Is CBD like the the uh, 
the cure-all or are you looking at other things outside of just, you know, take the CBD? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So remember for us, like we're all about kind of your sp full spectrum life, right? Like I need you to get into the right head space about where your pain is and what you're actually feeling. How much time and energy are you spending on thinking about your pain? You know what I mean, right? Has the pain become you? Have you started to identify with the pain? Okay, right? On the nutritional aspect, hey, listen, what are you eating? I mean, how much inflammation, excess inflammation are you creating from the foods that you're consuming? Okay, right? And then, hey, listen, you, you need to increase the threshold of pain. And so you need to make sure you start moving. You know what I mean, right? And then, and, and then obviously for, for us, I'm going to then say, hey, I'd rather you try a product that doesn't have that level of THC. So first, let's try CBD. Okay, right? Let's first try CBD. Let's see if it works. Okay, right? And if it works and it's bearable, I would rather you do that than for me to give you a product first that's got THC. Does that make sense? You know, right? And then if I just feel like they're doing a lot of those things or have the ability to do as much as they can, I mean, they, they got, you know, as much as I want you to eat right, as much as I want you to hydrate, as much as I want you to move, it's not about me, it's about you. What are you willing to do for your health? Then I'm going to say, okay, maybe do we need to use some different ratios. And so now I'm looking at like a five to one ratio of CBD to THC you know, right? Or, uh, or, or, or uh, yeah, four to two or something like that. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? I don't want them. I'm not saying that THC is a bad nutrient, but it's one of those things that if I can avoid you taking in those amounts, I'd rather, because it's really not doing much true healing for you. If that makes sense. For sure. What are some of the health issues uh, and I suppose benefits as well that you would uh, give CBD oil for? Yeah. Okay. So, so if you take a look at the greatest bodies of research of where CBD has been most um, beneficial, okay, right? I use an acronym. It's called pain with an E. So it's in P for pain, A for anxiety, I for insomnia or sleep issues, uh, N for nausea or digestive issues, and then E for epilepsy or brain health or cognitive benefits, okay, right? And so um, that's really where you see kind of the greatest bodies of research. Now, do know that even though we're talking a lot about CBD and THC and the value of it, really the star of the show is a innate system in your body called the endocannabinoid system. This is what doesn't get talked about a lot, and understandably, because you gotta appreciate it, and you gotta, you know, right? Is this is the system in which all of this stuff is acting on? Okay, right? And so the endocannabinoid system, oddly enough, you know, wasn't fully legitimized or um, um, uh, 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 substantiated its benefit or understood properly until 1995, and that's why it's a little bit crazy, guys, right? This is an innate system in your body that you are born with, and it wasn't fully understood until 1995. Like, this is as important as your endocrine system, your immune system, your cardiovascular system, your nervous system. It is that important, yet we still didn't figure out exactly what it did up until 1995, okay, right? And this system, it only has one job, only one job, 
It doesn't have a pain job. It doesn't have a sleep job. It doesn't have a digestive job. It doesn't have any of that. It has one job. Its job is to bring your body into homeostasis. So you are constantly under attack. You are constantly creating fluctuations and emotions and all that. Well, there has to be a system that brings that back. The immune system doesn't bring the inflammation system back. It just sends the inflammation. It says there's trauma, so I'm going to recognize that trauma. I'm going to respond to that trauma, and I'm going to then resolve that trauma by sending an inflammatory response. But what is the system that brings that inflammation back and says, okay, enough, enough, there's no more needed? That's the endocannabinoid system. Okay, right? This is why when we talk about CBD, in your head you think to yourself, well, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You're trying to tell me that this one nutrient can focus on pain and it can focus on sleep and it can focus on anxiety and it can, no, 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 I don't see how this one nutrient does all of those things. Well, it, it's not doing all of those things. The endocannabinoid system is what's regulating all of those things. So it's regulating your stimulant system. So therefore, you can get back into a place of calmness so you can get to sleep. It's regulating your inflammation system. So then therefore, you're not going to have excess pain. It's regulating all that. And what CBD is doing is it's just feeding that system. So you have strength in your endocannabinoid system. That is what you're trying to do. You're not trying to take in more CBD to take in more CBD. You're trying to take in more CBD because so you can have a strong endocannabinoid system that can respond to things very quickly and to make sure that things are regulated properly. Who, who is CBD not beneficial for? Um, I would say that um, I would say that where CBD isn't beneficial for is um, um, maybe uh, gosh buddy I don't like let's say let's say we're having a conversation I'm like this isn't the case but let's say I'm perfect like I'm in I'm in complete balance like my system is locked in I'm in 100% homeostasis after every traumatic activity I'm just I just get back there on my own is is CBD beneficial that's a great yes great point no no it is not and I'm a, you know what? I'm not a guy that would say just because you uh, um, uh, you should take more vitamin C. Hey, listen, if your body is saturated with vitamin C, why would you take any more vitamin C? You know, right? You you've already have you already have CBD. You have two you have two chemicals in your body. One is called anatomide, and the other one is called 2-AG. So anatomide is equivalent to THC. It's called your bliss molecule. So when you have a runner's high, when you are feeling just euphoric and wonderful, you know what that is? That's anatomide. You're releasing anatomide. Okay, right? And so that's your THC. So if you have plenty of anatomide, you don't need any THC. You're going to be just fine. You have another nutrient called 2-AG. 2-AG is your CBD. It hits the same receptors as CBD does. So you got plenty of 2-AG, then don't worry about it. Okay, right? So the, the reason why people consume these types of nutrients 
No, there's some nutrients that your body doesn't make, therefore you have to consume it. Essential fatty acids. Your body doesn't make essential fatty acids. You have to consume essential fatty acids. But these are nutrients your body already makes, so you don't need it. But the thing is, is that they're very vulnerable to breakdown. So the reason why you don't have a runner's high and then you just stay high for three hours is because there's enzymes that break down that anatomide very quickly. Okay, right? Well, the reason why THC lasts for three hours is because there's not enzymes that break down THC. That's why it lasts longer. Okay, right? And so, therefore, yeah, that's a great point. If you're doing a lot of these, and, and I'll tell you what, you know, some ways to build up your endocannabinoid system and your and your, uh, sorry, your, yeah, your, your endocannabinoid system and your endocannabinoids is like HIIT training, okay, right? Eating a lot of really great green leafy vegetables, like arugula and things like that, you know, right? Um, um, having a positive, um, getting really great sleep helps the body to detoxify, which puts less stress on the endocannabinoid system, and so now you can preserve some of those. Can See, you can do a lot of these things just like anything else, but it's just, are you going to do them? And are you going to do them consistently with the intensity that needs to be done to deal with the lifestyle that you have? That's, that's the whole point of supplementation. But people always ask me, Jeevers, should I take supplements? And I say, well, you know, I'm a supplement guy, but I'm not going to tell you to take supplements. I'm going to first tell you to get your mind right and then get some healthy nutrition and then start moving around and then, and then take some supplements. So depending on how well you can do these first three things, then it'll tell you how much of the supplement that you need. You know, should I take, you know, collagen? Should I take 500 milligrams of vitamin C? It's not based on me telling you or even the research telling you. It's based on you. What's going on with you? How deficient are you? If you're somebody that's very deficient in a certain, well, no, it's like my mentor says, you know, the most important nutrient for you is the one you're most deficient in. <laughs> I mean, that's a great point. How do I check CBD deficiency? Buddy, it's really tough. So CBD isn't one of those things like you could do a micronutrient test, you know, right, um, uh, with. And so it's really a lot of a lot of subjective kind of, you know, um, experience, you know, right, right? Do you feel like, you know, you're lingering? You know, I always look at this, too, is that I always take, tell people, take a little bit and see how, how you feel, you know, right? And then if you don't feel... And by the way, you know, there's three stages on uh, three stages of anything, but especially nutrition. There is a acclimation phase, there's a recognition phase, and there's a utilization phase. So whenever somebody says to me, oh, gosh, Jeevers, you know, I took this product, let's just say, and it didn't do anything for me. And I say, okay, well, how long did you take it for? Oh, I just took it for a few days. And, it, and I'll say, well, Here's the thing. Really, if you want to know if something's working for you from a nutrition end, I would say give yourself 90 days. And the reason why 90 days is kind of key, and it's a bit arbitrary because there's not a ton of science in this, right, is it's going to take 30 days for your body just to acclimate to the nutrition 
something new that you're putting into your body, right? Well, no, do remember, that's why you have such an adverse, uh, adverse experience when you start taking something new. Like w- for my thing, supplements, people are like, oh, I took your product and I had diarrhea. Or like I ended up ha- having a rash. Or, or I got sick. Let's just say that they say, say something extreme like that. Well, what are those things? What are three of those things? So you went to the bathroom. That's detoxifying. You went and you got a skin rash. That's because nutrients were being thrown out of your body and your skin is your largest organ, so it's coming out of that, okay, right? You end up getting nausea or sickness. That's a signal that something's new. These are all things that the body's saying, out, out, I'm not used to this, so I'm going to reject it. Even though it's good, it's going to reject it. It's kind of like if you work out and all of a sudden you start to get really sore at the very beginning. What The body's not used to this. And so it's going to tell you, whoa, whoa, something's wrong, sick chaos. I want you to stop. Okay, right? So there's a first stage of just acclimating to whatever you're doing. you got to muscle through it. And it sucks, but you got to muscle through it. Okay, right? The second phase, now all of a sudden the body begins to say, oh, wait a second. So I keep getting this thing. I'm going to start recognizing it, figuring out what it is. How do I actually use this? What do I do? And then after it gets done with that, then the third phase is it begins to truly utilize it. And it begins to actually optimize what you're doing. See, this is why people are not as healthy as they could be because they're not willing to walk through the two months of the desert. What, what, uh, what CBD, could, like, I don't mention any, any names unless you really want to, but what CBD companies do you think, what's a common thing that you think CBD companies are doing wrong right now? Because, you know, in, in this building, we, we see, you know, we see ads and stuff like that where it's like, hey, you know, rub this CBD cream on you and it's going to fix all of your problems, right? So that's our perception of CBD where it's like, you know, the those companies are telling you, hey, rub this cream on you or take this pill or take this droplet and it's going to solve everything and quite frankly, fuck everything else. Like what you're talking about with like the sleep and the nutrition and the movement and all of that. Um, what do you see other companies doing where you're just like, ugh, don't do that, guys. That's giving us all a bad name. Yeah, I think that's the number one is, you know, I hate it, whether it's CBD companies or nutrition companies in general or anybody making false claims. Okay, right? This is not... Um, this is not a panacea for everybody, and it's not something that can just take away whatever health issue that you've got going on. Now, no question, it's incredibly powerful. I mean, here's the thing, guys, is that the people will ask, why did I even st- start my own brand? Because starting your own brand is completely different than just building brands for other people, or sorry, building formulations for other people. It's just, just a totally different beast, okay, right? And it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of energy, you know, right? The reason why I did it is because I feel that I will never see another ingredient like this in my lifetime, okay, right? So, like, I've, you know, the beta-glucan, the collagen, the resveratrol, the green tea, the, I've been through it all, um, the muscadine grape, you know, all that sort of stuff, and they're all amazing ingredients, but the thing is, is anytime you rate an ingredient, you rate it this way. The first thing you do is you see what benefit that that ingredient has. What is it actually doing for what kind of you know, benefit, okay? Secondly, is that how fast does it do it? How quickly does it work? How much do you have to take? 
And then lastly is that how much, what percentage of the population is actually affected. See, that's how you look at an ingredient. And so you may say, well, turmeric helps with um, joint pain. That's awesome because a lot of people deal with joint pain. Awesome, okay, right? Number two is that, you know, um, turmeric, how much do you have to take of it? Well, if you look at the kind of research, you got to take like, you know, 500 milligrams of it, okay, right? And then how much, how does it work for how many people, or, or sorry, how quick is it? You have to take it for a while, okay, right? And then the population is around, you know, 20%. So when you look at that, you're like, ah, that's why w when you look at CBD or hemp, it's like, man, this son of a gun, like it works for a lot of things that people are suffering from. I mean, those are some major things that people are suffering from. Okay, right? Number two, you don't really, it works right away. It doesn't work like, I mean, a lot of things, buddy, it works like right away. Within the first day or two days or week, you, d you know how much you got to use of it? 15, 20, 25, 30 milligrams, an economic way of doing it. And it seems to work on a lot of people. That's why guys like me, the formulators, got so excited about this ingredient. So, sorry, that was a tangent. But the thing of what you're saying is that, number one, but it's not a cure-all for everything, okay, right? And depending on your level of health issue, you know, you got to be careful just using it. You know, one of the things that it got really powerful for is anxiety. Okay, right? Because a lot of people are dealing with anxiety. And that anxiety is now going into areas like, you know, PTSD and things like that. Okay, right? Depression, you know, it's the same pathway. Okay, right? Well, listen, you know, if you got some of these other things, listen, do not think that you're going to go get 30 milligrams of CBD and you're going to be fine. But people are saying that. Okay, right? That's, that's the number one thing. Number two is that, now this is my personal, so I'll always tell you when I'm like biased, okay, right? Is that I believe that people are not using it properly. They're using it as the workhorse of an entire formula. The reason why I wanted to start pros was because of that formulation philosophy is that, you know, I say that you are not part of nature, you are nature. So you can't just use one element of nature and give it to your body if you want to be aligned with nature. So when you just use CBD and that's it, you're only working on one kind of area of a pathway, which when you take a look at a lot of people's health issues, it's kind of a multi-prong approach, even physiologically. Okay, right? So I think that that's what's not being done properly. Now, here's some things that are just wrong, okay? N you're getting a lot of mislabeling. I mean, listen to this. This is going to freak you out. So here I am. I go to Safeway, okay, right? Might as well just say Safeway. Uh, I went to Safeway, and I go into their aisle of me uh, medicines and nutritionals and such, and I see this uh, line. It has essential oils, like, hey, lavender. And right next to it, it says 425 milligrams hemp, hemp oil, Right? So let's say you didn't have, let's say you didn't listen to this podcast. You didn't know me. Okay, right? You just had heard like, oh, wow. Okay, so I want to take CBD. I want to take hemp. It's from hemp oil. I go to the store and I see at Safeway hemp oil. Oh, great. 425 milligrams. Wow, that's a lot of milligrams. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay, great. I'm going to go buy that. And you go buy that. Well, guess what? If you would have bought that, you know what you would have bought? You would have bought salad dressing. You know why? Because I took that product, I turned it around, and you know what the ingredient was? Hemp seed oil. Guess what? There's no CBD in hemp seed oil. 
There's no CBD in hemp seeds. See, that's the type of stuff that, you know, because there's a green rush and there's all of these people that are wanting this thing, there's all of these groups who are just selling. It's like that stuff on Amazon. On Amazon, you see kind of like, you know, oh, you know, 20,000 milligrams, 10,000 milligrams, you know. And you say to yourself, well, you wouldn't know any better. You're just seeing, oh, more is better. It's fantastic. Well, if you knew that CBD is like $10,000 a kilo, you would know that there's no way there's 10,000, 20,000 milligrams in there. But you know what it is? Is it's the total weight of the oil. It's not how much CBD is in there, right? So it's all of this stuff that people are kind of doing that's making a bad name for all of us. And that's why you just have to be, you know, I always tell people, listen, whether you buy pros or not, I could, uh, that's not the point, you know, right? But I want you to learn what's the right things to purchase, you know, right? And just look for companies that, you know, have third-party tests. Make sure that right when you're looking for a product, right next to the buy now button, there's a button there that says check out our third-party test. And you click on that third-party test and it doesn't, you know, black out the name of the lab or anything. Everything's right there. So you could literally call that lab and say, hey, hey, Botanicor, this is uh, Sanjeev. I was just looking on the pros website. I saw that uh, you tested their uh, nerve product. It says it's lot number 0242. What did you find out? And they'll t they want you to call them. They want you to do that. And so then you can verify what's actually in that product. You know, look for people. You know, if you're not willing to stand by your product and your face and stuff, you know, is it just somebody, you know, making the stuff in their garage? Because that could very well be the case. Like, look for certifications that are, you know, GMP certified. You know, ours is GMP, FDA, and OTC. So, you know, you want to look for that sort of things because, listen, this is a product that could really help you. It could really, really help you. And you want to go make the best investment. But don't be silly about it. You know, in nutrition in general, whether we're talking about CBD or we're talking about protein, I'm telling you guys, I know the margins. You get what you pay for. If you're going to spend $30 on a multivitamin, you're going to get $30 worth than if you spent $8. The margins are just not there anymore. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, Jeevas, do you personally take CBD? Yes. Yes, I do. I do. I take, um, there's two things that I take all the time. Okay, right? So, I take um, a product that we have. It's called Shield. And Shield is a product that I formulated to focus on immunity and emotional balance. So, um, a lot of people don't realize this, that the first um the, the, the right when they wake up, they are the most toxic. They are the most inflamed. Their immune system is the most compromised. They think they wake up and they're like, oh, I'm fresh and clean like I've done. Well, that's not the case because, you know, even though during sleep you have done a lot of detoxifying and recuperative and repair processes, there's not a lot of place for those, that waste to go. You can only breathe it out or you can sweat it out. See, when we do it during the day, we can drink water, we can go to the bathroom, we can move around, we can do all of these things that's helping to flush out all of these toxins. But you can't do that when you're sleeping or as well. So, and you're in one of the most highly metabolic events um, during your life. This, okay, right? So you wake up. So the first thing that you need to do is I always tell people first you need to detoxify, then you need to nutrify. 
Okay, right? So you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth. My sister's a dentist, so you got to brush your teeth. You got to brush your teeth. You drink, you know, uh, as much water as you possibly can to flush out the system. And you do things now to help to trigger that immune response. And so with Shield, you've got CBD that's going to help to trigger that immune response. And then I also have ashwagandha and reishi mushroom and turmeric in there. That and then at nighttime is I prepare for night. S sleep is an appointment. It's an, you know, anytime something is important in your life, it better be an appointment. You know what I mean, right? So sleep is a very important time of my life. So therefore, I have a product called Nods, and Nods is, um, it focuses on three areas. It focuses on your immune, or, or sorry, your inflammation systems. It focuses on your uh, sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous responses, and it also focuses on your brain chemistry because those are the three things that's actually disturbing your ability to get into sleep, to stay asleep, and most importantly, to get the depth of sleep that you need. If you don't get that stage four sleep, then you don't get the detoxifying benefits of the brain. You know, stage one, stage two, stage three will give you the recuperative repair properties of your body, but it's not going to give you that brain detoxification. That's what you actually need. I remember we chatted last year because um, I, I tried nods, and I was like, Man, I'm 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 waking up in the middle of the night. Like my my heart rate my heart rate is increased. Is that would you just call that the acclimation period? Yes, yes. I think there's two things. I think there's two things. One, it's something new to the body, right? And see, here's the deal. Like that that particular product, okay, right, has cinnamon and cinnamon bark oil for your inflammation, your blood glucose levels, right? It has magnesium. It has valerian. It has basil and bergamot for your sympathetic nervous response or parasympathetic nervous response, and it has GABA and melatonin for your brain chemistry. You've got a lot of nutrients working on three particular areas of the body, right? So it's like, whoa, wait a second. Like, like where, where was I deficient in and what wasn't kind of fully aligned, you know, right? And so, um, and then the second thing is this too, is that really what I'm working on, really what I'm working on is I'm working on resetting your circadian rhythm. That's really what we're doing. With anything that we're doing nutritionally, we're doing two things with the body. We're resetting the circadian rhythm and we're allowing the body to work more efficiently at the things that it's supposed to be doing. See, if you do those two things, this is where true health is. The true health is being able to align these two things. This is why there's all of this new, incredible, awesome research on circadian rhythms and when you should be creative, when you should be eating, when you should be sleeping and waking up, when you should be doing physical performance activity. Because when you start doing it with your body's rhythms, you get, inc you get two things. You get less trauma to the body, which is what you want, and you get greater performance, which is what, you know, right? Awesome. My last question is going back to my, my perfect balance and all of that. Let's say that I, I was still that person. And I said, cause I know you work with athletes as well. Um, I was like, Hey, I feel great, but I want to optimize, right? Like what, how would CBD help me optimize whatever it is that I'm doing? Um, in terms of let's just keep, let's keep with like performance, physical performance. Totally. Okay. Awesome. So just, uh, I'm glad you asked that question because you know, that really is the essence of prose's brand. 
So the essence of Pros' brand is we're very much performance-oriented. Our look, our feel, our colors, the way that we talk, we're about performance, which is a little bit different than maybe some of these other brands out there that are a little bit more kind of therapeutic. So what we call ourselves is we are therapeutic performance, okay, right? And the reason for that, Carl, is because the principle, I've always taught that the same principles that allow you to get from disease and illness are the same principles that allow you to elevate your performance. It's the same principles. It's just that you have to do them with a different level of intensity based on what you're trying to accomplish and the consequences may be different. So I always use the example of like, so um, uh, so I to work with Phil Mickelson, you know, right? And so I do Phil's kind of he's nutrition. A, Georgia, he's a golfer. I oh, appreciate golfer. Yeah. that. Thank oh, you yeah. guys. Sorry. Okay, right. Yeah, <laughs> like yes, the best yes. in the world. One of the, one best. Of the best in the girl. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, and so, you know, he has some inflammation issues, okay, right? Well, his nutritional plan is no different than the nutritional plan that I'm going to put my mom on who's a diabetic. The principles are the same. Low glycemic index, higher fiber, you know, staying away from certain types of nutrients, sugar that acclimate, you know, or, or, sorry, that agitate the inflammation. It's the same thing. It's just that if Phil doesn't do it, he's going to have a bad 18 holes of golf. If my mom doesn't do it, she's going to have dialysis. Okay, right? It's the same. So therefore, when you're really taking CBD, what I want you to do is I, you know, I'm doing it so you can elevate your performance. I can get you so that you can have better force output because I know that if you get better sleep, you won't lose 17% of that force output when you go work out. Okay, right? I'm going to make sure that when you have less trauma to your immune system or, 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 or a better response to your immune system, you're able to recover faster. So if you had to work eight or nine hours one day, you're not dragging the next day. If you're not doing things to allow an individual to improve their quality of life, whatever life that they've defined for themselves, then what's the use of doing it? You see what I'm saying, right? And so therefore, yes, C CBD happens to be one of those nutrients that affects so much of the core elements, the root issues of what creates the ability for you to actually have better cognitive performance, you know, a better uh, ability to recover quicker, you know, right? Uh, a better functionality, you know, um, a better response to ongoing insults that you've never seen before. I mean, to one of our board members as an infectious disease immunology expert, Dr. Dave Vigors, and, you know, when all of a sudden all this stuff happened with COVID, you know, right? He's like, you know, what are you going to do, guys? Like, you're not going to live in a bubble. It's not the virus. It's the health of the host. So guess what? It's, it's exam time. We're just going to see how well you've been studying. Have you been studying? Like, have you not been studying? Well, if you haven't been studying, you better pull an all-nighter right now and do everything that you possibly can because that test is coming tomorrow. Or have you been somebody that's been studying? Well, then you're not going to have to worry so much. And see, that's the thing, guys, is that, you know, we talk about this and kind of development and all that sort of stuff, but you have to prepare yourself at all times for all opportunities, whether they be good opportunities or whether they be opportunities that may be challenging. 
and your health is one of them. You know, it's like, you know, I, the difference between me and somebody else, honestly, is two things. Number one, I don't think I'm special. Like when I look at a, a, a chart and it says two out of three people are going to have, or sorry, one out of three people are going to have cancer, most people will say, oh, I'm that too. You know what I say? I'm the one. And so therefore, because I believe that in a healthy belief, okay, right, I'm not like, like freaking out or anything, okay, right, is I prepare for that because I know it's coming. I know Alzheimer's is coming. I know Parkinson's is coming. I know cancer is coming. I got cancer right now, for God's sake. There's like 10 trillion cells in my body. Do you honestly think that all of them are reproducing perfectly, replicating perfectly? No, don't fool yourself. It's not. So therefore, you have cancer. Now the question is, is whether you've got a strong enough system to be able to recognize it and to get rid of it. And that's on based on how well you've been studying. Shit, now I'm freaking out. I have cancer and <laughs> I'm the I'm the I'm the one. I'm the one. <laughs> now I'm like sitting here scanning myself. <laughs> I'm like, do I feel something? I, I feel like my head kinda hurts. Is it blurry uh, for you over there? <laughs> no, in all seriousness, Jeeves, this was a great conversation. I think there's so much uh misinformation and misapplication uh, out there around C B D. So it was really great to get your uh passionate and expert opinion on the subject. Yeah, well, Georgia, thank you so much for this opportunity. And, um, you know, you're right. And that's why it's so important for all of us that has this type of knowledge to get it out there. You know, it's our responsibility, whether it's CBD or whether it's all of this other stuff that people say about their health. Like you, if you know it, you got to get it out there. And so for me, it's whether it's my Instagram stuff. It, uh, is it okay if I... Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, 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 please. Um, um, I do a lot of this knowledge on my Instagram. It's called Ask Jeeves. <laughs> um, and then... Also on my Facebook, that's just my name, Sanjeev, and then obviously at uh, pros.com, you know, right? And so we just love and I just love to get all types of education and information out there on all of these aspects. So, Stay with us for more Backroom Talk. Jeevers. What an awesome guy. <laughs> I just want to be friends with him. <laughs> yeah, such a good dude. He is a, man, he is such, we didn't get into a lot of the, the, the back, the, the backstory of, you know, who he is, where he comes from and stuff like that, but really interesting guy he name dropped at the beginning with tom brady and you know being roommates with tom brady and brian greasy it's like no big deal just a couple super bowl champs but no good guy um a lot of really cool experiences in the supplement industry and uh those experiences came when the supplement industry was booming and i forgot to ask him what company he was working with but i believe it was um i think they were working in conjunction with eas I don't know if you remember EAS. They have a massive supplement company here. But anyways, yeah, he's he's uh he was put into some really interesting positions at such a young young age and running supplement companies and, you know, having connections with all of these NFL athletes and stuff like that. But good dude, smart dude. I'm I'm glad we got to sit down and have that conversation with him. Definitely. And I mean, CBD, we we make fun of it sometimes. And it does get a rap uh, in the fitness industry, either as like the cure-all or a snake oil. Uh, people tend to have very polar opinions on it. So to sit down with a guy who like actually understands how it works, what the proper application is, uh, was very fascinating to me to get that insight. Yeah, I think it's important for everyone to understand that, you know, every, every product, well, not every product, most products have a place somewhere right I think uh, I think what we make fun of is the marketing of those products right so it was it was great to have him in and just to get his insights and 
to, to hear from someone that actually knows what it is, where it comes from, why it's beneficial, and quite frankly, why it's not beneficial for some people. So I thought it was important for us to ask that question to him as well. Definitely. And to know that there are supplement companies out there that are not just promoting takeout product, but uh, takeout product and make sure you're doing all these other things too. Uh, it's just nice to know that there are people out there doing that. <laughs>